Welcome to Phantom Faction Podcast, a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. And welcome to episode 37 of Phantom Faction Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm Dan. And John is not here. Oh. Because he didn't think we were recording tonight. Oh, <laughs> and here we are. He's probably at home, feet mm-hmm. up, <laughs> bottle of beer in his hand. So, That's right. Well, which isn't a bad thing. No, and he's missing out tonight. He is missing out because we have a, a very special guest tonight. That's right. <laughs> and her name is Shelly Carter. And Shelly, I'm going to ask you what your title is. I'm the coordinator of the Alora Tarot and Divination Festival. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. We, somebody's knocking. Yeah. It's John knocking That's an away. <laughs> that, that's right. That's right. So this is a, a festival that happens when and well, where? And it's happening at the end of May at the Alora Center for the Arts, and this is our second year. Mm. Prior to this festival, I was I also coordinated the uh, development of the Alora Tarot deck. Oh wow! Which was the which collaborative right. creation. Right. She's gifted. Show it to the microphone. I will show it to the Facebook <laughs> world for sure. Okay. It was um, a creation of 65 artists who spoke for one or two cards of the tarot deck and then created the, the card mm-hmm. in their particular medium. So there were some that were made of glass, some were pottery, some were paintings. Oh. And then we photographed all the pieces, made a tarot deck. And if I'm not mistaken, Danny, right. when yeah. we did our investigation at the Wellington Museum, yes. some of those pieces were on display. Oh, we okay. Were there. So if you weren't paying attention, or it was just too dark in there anyway, yep. some of them were there. And mm-hmm. uh, I recall being upset because I wasn't asked to participate and put my artwork in there, but <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. Yeah, but you know right? what? No such <laughs> thing as coincidence. And no, definitely not. There's a coincidence. That's right. Well, there's we're no all, such thing. We're all connected in a way. Yeah. Yeah. And oh. I found out she used to work in the same hospital as my wife. Yeah. There we go. Way back when, and we may have crossed paths before. So We're all connected I, I somehow. Very strange. I think so. Very I, cool. I'm very interested, uh, you brought a tarot deck with you as well, and you've got the Alora tarot cards, but uh, maybe we can explain what uh, tarot for, for is. For a couple or? of dummies who don't know what tarot is, okay. yeah. give us give us the, the, the nutshell version. Give us the lowdown. Because mm-hmm. I was saying to Dan, I, I could talk tarot until you're blue in the face. I'll be fine, <laughs> but you'll be Not blue. You, yeah. That's all right. Um, tarot was developed in the early 1400s in northern Italy. There was, uh, playing cards had just been sort of organized to come to Italy, and so they were creating all different kinds of games, and the game of Taraki, or uh, Triomphi, I think is the other name for it, um, was created from a regular deck of cards plus the addition of a trump suit, and it was used to play a game like Bridge or Euchre where there was trick-taking. The first cards were... It was pre-printing press, so they were hand-painted cards, stunningly beautiful. Some were with Mm -hmm. gold on them and exquisite uh, paintings. And they were uh, for the wealthy, really, or the aristocracy. So interestingly, the church didn't have any difficulty with that because they were also the sponsors of the church often. Right. Um, So no no problem there. Years in, people were spending a lot of time playing this card game, and particularly when the printing press started, one of the main things that people wanted was religious iconography and playing cards. 
-hmm. So it became popular amongst um, regular folks. Mm -hmm. And then they spent a lot of time playing cards in different cafes and bars and things like that. Mm -hmm. And that's when the church intervened and said, really, that's not okay. Um, (laughs) We would rather you weren't doing that. So, yeah. Right. All of a sudden they were evil and... You know, yeah, they were, you were in, in league with Lucifer and all that yes. sort of thing. Yes. And is that where you think, uh, like, when I think of tarot cards, mm-hmm. you always think of that gypsy lady in the back of the coach with her crystal ball and her tarot cards, and she's mm-hmm. connecting with the dead and right. and that sort of thing. But that's a lot of Hollywood. and Very, very Hollywood. And, circus. I, and I guess uh, you know, people that used to write books back then. And Well, you know. and actually this even started in the <clears throat> 1700s. There were a couple of people that were very interested in tarot and esoteric tarot in particular. And they had ideas about where tarot had come from. And they thought that it came from ancient Egypt. And and gypsies Mm -hmm. were also considered to be from ancient Egypt. Not, they weren't, of course. But um, so they postulated all these Egyptian things as part of it. And it was actually quite exciting. There was plagiarism and mm-hmm. people were accusing each other of stealing their ideas and all of this very dramatic. So that was where the gypsy piece came from. But it was really compelling because today mm-hmm. people still think <laughs> people still think that um, gypsies were involved. Right. Really? Yeah. Darn gypsies. <laughs> <laughs> so ab- about every hundred years or so, there's some new development in tarot. Um, Originally it was just a card game and then it became used for divination purposes um, during the Renaissance. So during the Renaissance everything was used for divination purposes. So Mm -hmm. sticks, um, bones, tea leaves, right? Because your grandma used to. My my grandma did tea leaves, yeah. Now did she ever say where she learned that or is it just something she did? As far as I know, something that that she did. Uh, I'm not even sure whether it was handed down through the the family or not. But uh, yeah, she just had this knack for for reading tea leaves. Yeah. Hmm. That's so, cool. well, sorry to interrupt you there, but yeah. Uh, no, no, yeah no. It was, now, when you're doing readings, do you, do you call it a reading? Yes. Okay. Yeah, when you're doing reading. readings with tarot cards, you think you're connecting with spirit or some other energy, or do you think it's the energy coming from the person. Well, that's a very good question. Mm-hmm, I think it's there's many things that are going on. Right. I should mention that I, I was a psychotherapist in my day job, so I do okay. look at things from a psychological perspective, and certainly that's a big part of tarot. But there's also a part that I can't explain. Right. And, that, I mean, that's the part we all love. <laughs> Right, right. The, well, the most amazing coincidences because right? they are yep. paranormal, I guess. In, that's in right. Because yeah. yes. they're above normal. That's right. Just as tea leaves would be, or reading bones, or mm-hmm. or whatever. Yes. But that's something I always thought. Like, is it the energy of the person, or is it, you know, like when we were in the pub beforehand? Mm-hmm. Shelley said, "Oh, cut the cut the deck three ways. Think of something you want to, you know, know right. about." And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, is it just me?" Right. Is it the universe is saying, it, "Okay, stop right there"? Yeah, you know, right. And then you start to second guess. Well, oh no, did I did I split the the cards <laughs> the right way, or should right. I have stopped? You know, like two cards back, that kind mm-hmm. of thing. But we did it. Yeah. And sh- the thing that I was thinking about mm-hmm. came out, and she was and like, she "Yeah," <laughs> and yeah. Uh, you know, I, I'll tell you after. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it was kind of neat. And even one of the young ladies there who uh, 
works there. Mm-hmm. Shelly said, hey, pick a card, any card. <laughs> and right. she did. Split the deck. Yeah. And she said, think about something you want to ask. Mm-hmm. And it was with the love, love card. Love card. Yes, yes. Oh, well. Yeah. And Very she good. was thinking about yeah. somebody or a yep. relationship. And, uh, oh, that's great. And it kind of freaked her out. Mm-hmm. And it was it was kind of neat. <laughs> exactly. So. I, I think it, it definitely depends on people who are open right. to right. the idea mm-hmm. of tarot. I've read for some people at a fundraiser or something where they wouldn't normally come for a tarot reading and they're, you know, very concrete about what they're asking and they don't really understand mm-hmm. how to use the information from the cards. Right. So they don't get as great a reading. If you're really open to what the universe might be having to say to you, right. I think you get a better reading. So you gave us a little bit of history on the tarot, but who decided what card represented what or was it uh well that's a good question too Mm -hmm. you know there are no instruction books from the early tarot right but during the renaissance most people were illiterate to to writing Mm -hmm. but they were very literate for symbols right so a lot of the symbols would have been very well understood by the people of the day Right. And and those symbols are still included in the cards. So the original cards, right. you know, there's there's so a devil, there's there. lovers, yeah. there's, you know, all kinds of archetypal mm-hmm. images um, that, that continue to exist and are continually uh, important right. to people. So, um, yeah. So even in, in your deck that was designed, the Alora Tarot, yes. those symbols are, are in there? Most of them are. Most of them um, are, yeah. th- So there's a lot of artistic interpretation of them. But there's s- several of the basic symbols should be included in each right. tarot deck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you draw a card, and that card, uh, so flip over and we, we get a card. Can we do that? Uh, sure, yeah. sure. Just right in there. Yep. So just t- turn that over. Okay. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, some guy's going to take your head off with a sword. <laughs> He's ready. So, so what card is this? Okay, I'd so say. this is the Five of Swords, mm-hmm. and it talks about um, d- challenges between people. Mm-hmm. There's a situation in which there's been, like, some humiliation or defeat. Mm-hmm. It doesn't say which one you are. It doesn't say whether you're the right. person who's been defeated mm-hmm. or whether you've been a person who's, you know, some, rubbed somebody's nose in a mm-hmm. in a difficulty. Um but that's what it's addressing. It's a, <laughs> a challenge between people. And the, swords, <laughs> and the swords are often a, a card yeah. of conflict right? as well. Okay. Yeah. So uh, you get that. You look at it and you, you tell me about the swords. You told yeah. me about uh, what the card means and that. Do you? <laughs> do you get anything else? Like do you... I, I guess what I'm saying is... Do you get a different frequency of something that might relate to a person or something? Yes. I'm not saying me, but I'm just saying that. Yes. So So each card usually has several different meanings, different possibilities. Right. And if I'm tuned in to my inner voice, I'll think, oh, I, I want to say something about this meaning. Right. And and then I'll say it. And then often it's that's the that's the nuance that we mm-hmm. that we should be talking about. Right. Yeah. So there is right. something. So, there so is, there a is that little in. connection. Yeah. And learning to listen to the little voice mm-hmm. is actually critical to tarot reading because there are, yeah, probably right. half yeah. a dozen interpretations per card. 
Right. Yeah. And I know with my grandmother when, you know, we'd drink the tea and then uh, a little swish type of thing. And, you know, and then she would would look at the at the different shapes and everything. And she'd be, be marking out like, OK, there's a there's a, a dog there. And, but <laughs> how close she could, was she, though? Was she pretty? Oh, yeah. I, you know, she would she would like same thing as you. She would talk about, uh, you know. Uh, something uh, almost on a personal level that you were thinking of at the time and it was like okay you know but to her it was the shapes and uh and yeah she said you could get say a dog in the teacup yeah and the next person could have a dog too but it could mean totally something different because they're depends on the other images nearby right right just as a matter of interest there is going to be a tea leaf reader at the divination festival is that right at the end of may yeah yeah Hmm. So yeah, it was, it was always always interesting to find out. So you would do uh, in a reading. Um, you're doing like how many cards? You uh, what so do you I, do? How do you do a reading? Yeah, so um, people will let me know how long they want to come for, mm-hmm. and so that often will um, determine what what spread I use. It's called a spread. Okay. And there's different positions in the spread, mm-hmm. and so I would lay out the cards. And so there's like usually a past and a future and there's advice and there's warnings, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I use a seven card spread that I've used for many years. So I kind of, mm-hmm. I just know how that works like the back of my hand. Right. And different interactions. And how many cards are there? 78 in the entire 78. deck. That's a lot of cards to oh yeah to remember. Yes. Like... Oh, it's, it's hard to learn tarot. No kidding. No kidding. <laughs> I tried to teach myself for a year and it, it wasn't sticking so I ended up taking a class right and that really helped it to stick mm-hmm. yeah and then practice readings and things like that now we also uh, um, a good friend of, of my mother's um, and my mom's passed and so is, is this lady now but she used to read just a regular deck of cards yes and she said it, she started with the tarot cards but uh, people seem to understand the other cards better so she just oh, she went so to that interesting. but yeah because I my grandmother taught me to read playing cards just regular playing cards right and I thought that was interesting I did read a little bit for friends and family but then someone gave me a tarot deck and I was hooked. Mm-hmm. It was the artwork, I think, because right. I have an interest mm-hmm. in art as well. But I know there's just something about tarot that spoke to me mm-hmm. in a way that the playing cards didn't. I mean, they were interesting enough, but so individual. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the artwork is, is really incredible on them. And there's so many different decks. That's right, yeah. <clears throat> like, we were talking about that earlier on the way up here. Like you can go to any bookstore. Mm-hmm. Uh, like chapters, indigo, that kind of thing, and there's like, like 20 different decks. Yeah. Uh, there's a store in uh, Guelph called the Ninth Vibration, mm-hmm. and they have like 30 different kinds, and uh, like they even have ones like for not for kids so much, but oh yeah, the gummy bear tarot. Oh, they have a gummy Is bear right? tarot. The, the Hello have, Kitty tarot. Oh my goodness! For kids. There you yes, go. Yeah. So uh, you know, yeah, like yeah. anime style tarot yes. cards, yeah. and and some of them are really elaborate. Like the artwork is beautiful. Yeah. Like, like dragons and wizards. And, yeah. And but, all sorts of well, things. why not? Because uh, tarot, and it does have some people think it's got an evil context to it. But uh, why not make it uh, friendlier? You yes. know, and that's why I guess they offer those. Well, and and self-publishing now is so accessible. And that's right. a question I have. Yeah. Is my 15-year-old daughter would like to collect tarot cards. Right. Is that a safe thing for her Absolutely. to do? 
Absolutely. So there's no, she's not going to shuffle, you know, a demon she's not going to shuffle no, Satan into no, my no, living room no, or anything not. like that. So they're, <laughs> they're, not Ouija, they're not like Ouija boards or anything like no. that, right? Because we well, all know. We they all probably know are like Ouija boards to a certain extent, but I wouldn't be at all concerned about inviting anything in through no. tarot cards. Okay. They're just a tool. Okay. That we use. An extension I, I of, of yourself kind of thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I think of myself as a bit of an interpreter. Right. Like the, the cards are another language. Now, and have, I have you that. ever tried doing readings on people without use of the cards? Um, well, I can tell you a funny story about that. Okay. <laughs> so I go to a conference in New York City every spring. That's all, it's about 250 tarot readers wow. that go. And all from all over the world and uh, different walks of life. And one of the psychologists that was there was telling us you can divine with anything so she went and got from the hotel lobby you know if they have all these little cards that talk about different attractions that are going on in the city so she went and pulled about 30 of those cards and did a reading with those attractions cards is that right and it was shockingly you're going to the empire state building (laughs) well there was things with kids in it and there was uh you know Mm. the beach and there was all kinds of things that she just made into a reading it was fascinating and do you think she was pulling a lot of it just out of her imagination i think she was yes i think she was going with the image and whatever vibes she might have been getting at the time and made a story of it for Hmm. the person she may have related some of those cards to a tarot deck yes. like which yes. you know which card would be which type yeah. of thing so mm-hmm. we certainly become familiar with how to how to make sense of an image right right that's part of our is repertoire. there one certain card that seems to come up quite a bit uh depends on the scenario okay but um for example i know everybody gets all uptight at the death card oh, comes I know, up, I, right? the mm. first thing you say is don't don't freak out don't yeah. worry <laughs> right. it doesn't necessarily mean death yeah um, I used to do the National Women's Show, and mm-hmm. so lots of women coming to that. And the card that came up most often there was the Two of Pentacles, which is all about balance. So balance of home and work, self and right. family. Like two, two of Pentacles? Yeah. I was going to say something rude there. <laughs> <laughs> but I won't. Careful. Okay. Out of respect for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, I, I find it really interesting that you know, the balance card, which is a huge issue for women, mm-hmm. comes up at the National mm. Women's Show. Yeah. Right. Right. Do you have a favorite card that you like to see come up for people? Well, there's the Ace of Cups is a wonderful card. It's like my cup runneth over. It's like beautiful. Is that one of the ones that came up for me earlier? Days of Cups? No, that was the King. You got the King of Cups. Oh, okay. King of Cups. The King of Cups is... Um, about things being afloat. Okay. He's, he sits on water. Um, okay. But the Ace of Cups is like the water is running over and it's all about emotional and uh, fulfillment and happiness. So I'm not going to own a yacht. That's not yeah. what it's Not saying. according to the King of Cups. <laughs> now what's going yeah. on with this poor guy? Yeah, so Ten of Swords, He's very got, dramatic. This poor guy is laying face down in the dirt and he has ten swords running through his, his back. backside. Yeah. Like a Game of Thrones or something. He's, yes. not, he's not having a good day. <laughs> the Red Wedding. He's, he's not having a good day. Yeah. So that card, um, it's some people would say whatever karmic debt there has been in your life is now paid. Oh. So it's finished, and you now go on to a new 
beginning. And the tens are are two things. They're zero potential okay. and one beginning or oh, one and zero. Right. And so there's a cycle that's been completed and now you're going on to a fresh start. So people would see um, the Ten of Swords often as a new chapter, a new beginning with no baggage. So uh -huh. what looks like a really horrible dramatic yeah, image poor, can poor actually human pincushion here. Yes. Right. Can actually um, it can also mean betrayal. But it can mm. also have a positive meaning. Mm. Right. So if a person comes in uh, for a reading, um, do you like to know anything about them beforehand or No, well I Or would you like to know do they they say I've come here because I think my my husband's messing around or something or Usually I'll just it? ask them if they have a question. Right. Some readers will only read if with a question. Right. Um I'm also happy to read for just sort of a general right. reading. Um I don't need to know information. I right. think they get a better reading. Yeah, exactly. Partly because I do a bit of tarot therapy, I would say, right? Okay, yeah. Because of my background. Right. I'm used to talking to people and kind of working strategies out and things like that. So mm -hmm. I do encourage people to talk to me, but they don't have to. Right. And, and sometimes I have no idea if what I'm reading to them is resonating or not. Some yeah. people are very Some, flat. It's just a blank face. Yeah. And, yeah. So then I'll kind of pause and say... Is this making any sense to you? Mm -hmm. And and most often the answer is, oh yeah, no no, I totally got this. Right. S okay, so then I just carry on. Yeah, because so, most people that are going to come for a reading are must be open to the idea, right? Yes. Open to. So yes. they do open up and so. But I was telling Dan about somebody who came to a reading um, because his girlfriend brought him, mm -hmm. and he clearly did not want to be there. And the reason <laughs> I knew that yeah. was because he had his coat on backwards. Oh. So it was closed at the like front. Like a street jacket and or something. at the back. <clears throat> yeah, I think well. he was really nervous. <laughs> He's wearing <laughs> so his protective cloak. Yes. I think that's what it was. Sheesh. So Shelly, yeah. how did you get into this? Okay, so I, I learned um, playing cards from my grandmother, as I had said. Mm -hmm. um, she learned from her great aunt. So there was a bit of a mm, tradition or a something in our family. history there. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, and I think just because that's been our family experience, right? It didn't seem particularly kooky or anything like that. So yeah, exactly. Just kind of went into the family. When business people a bit. find out you are a tarot card reader, do you get a funny look from a lot of them? Sometimes, mostly people want a reading. Oh, yeah. really? Oh, can you pull me a card? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm not always prepared to do that. Right. right. It yeah. just depends. Um, I've had some interesting discussions going through customs on my way into New York when they ask, you know, what are you here for? Yeah. Oh, I'm here for a conference. Oh, what's it about? And I always struggle. Should I? And I, Do I, I say, yeah. yeah, I'm here for a tarot conference. Are you getting anything from me? <laughs> yeah. You should say, yes, you're, you're going to let me through. <laughs> yeah. And don't check my luggage. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, people wonder about it. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Hmm. Have you ever had a reading go bad where someone lost... They're not a little bit. And... Uh, again, when I was at the National Women's Show one time, someone came in and she, there was three of us reading, and she very carefully selected who she was going to talk to, and she chose me and sat down at the table and said, well, I've been thinking of killing myself. Ooh. And I could hear the other two readers. Go, thank God <laughs> she didn't pick me up. Big sigh of relief. But you know what? 
you were a, I was the perfect you were a therapist choice. yeah, right? yeah for years really. with with people with mental health issues yeah. so right yeah you yeah. sent that no, vibration was, out I that's think. right yeah maybe yeah. cue the music <laughs> and actually it was a really productive reading so I wouldn't yeah. say it went bad it was just a bad start right which um you know was able to turn around I think and she was with a friend as well so I felt confident I'm not just sending her off somewhere she was gonna home. jump off the, no. <laughs> the Brooklyn Bridge or no. anything like that so obviously, uh, somebody's interested in in tarot cards and wants to get into it. Now you said it's a, it's a safe thing. Yes, I think so. Uh, it does take some memorization. Yeah, um, I would say it took me five or six years. Right to get uh, comfortable to, to, with everything. Yeah. You know. Did you ever have to take out the book or, or, or the... So in the early days, yes, I did. Yeah. And, but you totally lose your audience. I would see people just glaze over. Yeah. What I think is, you know, a 10-second lookup is right. minutes, really. Yeah. And for the, for the person that I'm reading for, it's boring. So yeah. I think you really have to try, even if you don't understand totally what the card means, mm-hmm. try, and, try and intuit the meaning from the image. Right. So that you're not losing people because you don't want to lose the flow. The flow is important. Do you feel anybody could do this? Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. Right. And then, so uh, you, they should maybe go to this Alora show. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) But, or a show anywhere, right? If they're interested in, in maybe even reading because you'll not only do readings, but you could also advise and there's workshops. Yeah. Yeah. So the one that we have, there's um, 10 different diviners. Mm-hmm. Um, some are using crystal balls, some are using tarot. Um, Lenormand cards is another variation of tarot decks. Um, some scrying as well. Oh, wow. So people are, about that too, right? So yeah. they'll either give you a reading using those tools, and some are also doing workshops where they're teaching mm-hmm. those tools. Um, they're excellent diviners. They're people that are very involved in the tarot world internationally. Right. Like we're very lucky, actually. There's, it's mm-hmm. really good connections. Yeah. So, um, yeah, have, I would encourage people. We to have come. two guests here. Is that right? There's someone over your right shoulder. Oh. And there's someone standing good. over here. And I told Shelley mm-hmm. before. I said, if you see me, you know, looking yep. around yes. or checking things out. Yeah. yeah. So we we do often get. Uh, yeah. Maybe we let's should try and. Let's just, yeah, let's just cut and see what comes. With them? Yeah. The spirits here? Let's, let's start with this one. All right. All right. The one over Dan's right shoulder we're yeah. going to see. Now, who's cutting the card? You? I'm going to cut. What Unless if, you want if, to. What if the card moves on its own? I'm going <laughs> to have at it. All right. I will do it on behalf of okay. our yep. spiritual visitor here. Dan, who do you feel is, is it a male, female, or before you draw think, that card? I think they're both male. Okay. I'm just getting color flashes here, but mm-hmm. let's see what comes. So we'll just do the one at one to start. Okay. What do we got here? Oh, so this is a child. Here we go. A little Jake. Possibly. <laughs> yeah. The Six of Cups is all about reminiscence, yeah. looking back to childhood, and actually features two children. Quite sweet though. Mm-hmm. All right. And the We've cups are um, loving energies. Right. As well. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, we we think that this we call him Little Jake. We think John that, calls him Jedediah. <laughs> yeah, but we think he is pretty much run of the town here. That uh, yeah, not mm-hmm. just stays We've, in the theater. We here, believe but. that he drowned in the quarry, which is not too far from here. Yeah, quite a while ago, and we've all seen him. Even mm-hmm. Danny has seen him, and uh, we've heard him. 
Yeah. You know, we've heard him running on the catwalk before. Yep. And uh, he's moved the, the, the drapes here on, mm-hmm. what, a couple occasions, I think. Or one that we know of. Yeah. And, I think uh, twice. Maybe twice. That, yeah. And, yeah, we see him all the time. Hmm. But it's been a long time since we've been on the stage here. Because we're usually downstairs, or we're in the lobby, or we're in the other or crown the other, theater. Yeah. But uh, and does he usually show up here? In the he likes it here in the ups. Yeah, I think because of all the the goodies back yeah, yeah. here, all the, the stage things and to the, look yeah. at, and yeah, the flashlights right. and and uh, yeah, yeah, things like that. Now, if we were going to cut it again for another spirit, do yeah. we have to put those cards back yes. in and let's reshuffle? Let's do that. So you've got the full. Alrighty. So you've got the full gamut. So let's isn't that funny how you picked that out as child. a child though? That's, I mean, what we've presumed all along. Yeah, I presumed we knew. And yeah. I say that there's not that many children. Yeah, of the seventy-eight cards. There's probably yeah. six cards that would. Right. Alrighty. Yeah. So this is going to be. For this one. Spirit over this here. one over here. Yeah. Oh, did you feel that? Do you feel that <laughs> no, cold blast of air? Cold. Yeah. I've, since you were talking about this. Oh, that was so weird. Is that right? Wow. I felt like a woof, like I'm frozen. Yeah. <laughs> Sheesh, that's cool. Alrighty, take my hand and <laughs> there we go. Tell us picking a little deeper there, and we've got. I could feel a cold oh, blast the of air. Knight of Cups. What's the Knight so, of Cups? The Knight of Cups is. So we've got a knight on a on a horse, yes. holding a big golden and chalice. The knight brings a message of love. So I, I would guess that this person, there's some heartbreak okay. that's causing him to stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a male cups. then? Yes, male. Ooh, that's mm-hmm. cold. You don't feel it? Yeah, I feel a little, yeah. Holy cow. I'm yeah. frozen. I don't think I'm getting it like you the are. The right but side I, of my body's frozen yeah. right now. Sorry. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I would wonder if this isn't somebody who maybe died of heartbreak or mm-hmm. even committed suicide through mm. a heartbreak. Something yeah. like that. The the Knight of Cups is sort of a hopeless romantic. Okay. Who who comes with the gift of love, but is not always taken seriously. Oh. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hmm, very interesting. Yeah. Mm. So what else can we do? Can we maybe get do a, a reading for Mr. Danny sure, here and sure. see uh, oh, see wow. what happens? All right. Live. Well, not live. I'll but. let you mess with the cards. <laughs> do but I need to uh, shuffle, shuffle or? Yeah. Please. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And do you, is there something specific that you're wondering about? I can keep do... it in my head, or or do you want to know? Well, I'm I'm keep just wondering. Keep it in your head for now, right. and then we'll see what Shelley has to say. <laughs> but I can do different types of readings. So I could do one that's problem solving. If you're struggling with something, I can do it's situation, action called for, and the outcome. Mm-hmm. Or I can just do past, present, future, um, and we'll try and sort out what it's about. Yeah, I like the past, present, future. Okay, let's do that. Okay. So just do three, I call them drop cuts. So you're just going to let the cards fall where it seems right. Okay. And do three piles. You don't have to use the full deck. Just, okay. Just, where, just let them break wherever it feels okay. right. And we'll do past, present, and okay. future. You going the wrong and way? And another one? Yep. Oh. That's okay. Is that so Yeah, intentions, everything. Going to put that go. back here? Yep. Okay. So past, present, future. we got yeah. three drops. This is your past, right? So in the past, mm-hmm. this is the Nine of Wands, which suggests that you've been involved in um, a conflict for quite some time, kind of a chronic struggle. Okay. Um, you're getting tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> 
But and the the message of the card is that it's going to go on a little bit longer. Okay. So you have to dig down deep for for this last little bit. But the end is in sight. It's just it's just not yet. Oh. That was past. Right. So I'm presuming you've moved on a little bit from this. <laughs> oh yeah. Present. Um, the Empress. Uh, so often the people in the cards can represent different things. The Empress is usually a mother. Sometimes it's your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's about bringing a project to fruition. Oh, okay. So you, she's she's usually uh, looks pregnant. So she's mm-hmm. started a project that she's growing. And things are coming to fruition. And she's often associated with harvest as well. So mm-hmm. you've seen a project through and now it's time to, to reap what you've sown. All right. Could be the podcast. Maybe. <laughs> Could be yeah. the podcast. Yeah. yeah. And the future. And the future. Um, the Hierophant. So the Hierophant is a spiritual leader. Um, somebody who's in service to the community. Mm-hmm. So... It doesn't have to just be religious. It can be a teacher, a therapist, mm-hmm. someone like that, who reminds you to do things for the good of community. Oh. Um, often encouraging you to do things voluntarily right. or to be charitable, um, mm-hmm. to, to bring things to community rather than yourself. Right. Yeah. It's not all about me, Dan. So, <laughs> so do any of these so, cards resonate with you then? Uh, yeah, all of that I can relate to to each one. Yeah, can yeah you for tell sure. Us about the past, third. <laughs> oh, I, you know, um, I would say uh, conflict could be anything, even in uh, in in my work, uh, which is going well. Yeah. Um, which you know, but I mean, was it was it a hard place a, to it get. It was to, a long though? struggle to get. To yes. where I am now. Okay, so that's uh, maybe why it shows up in the past. Right. Is that you're in a, on the other side of that? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, you know, and now it's not so bad because you know, ten more years or nine more years retirement, right? Yes, so, yes, yes. and you know, it's it's gotten better through the years, type of thing. But it was a struggle to uh, to get there. Yep. Yeah. And the so. Two of these cards are power cards because they come from the Trump suit that I was talking about. So the Empress and the Hierophant, those are big deal cards. Mm-hmm. The the suits like wands, swords, pentacles, and cups, those are sort of day-to-day issues. Mm-hmm. But these ones are bigger deal. So what, well, this could very well be the, pro- the mm-hmm. project that I'm talking about, things coming to fruition. Right. It's your podcast. You, this is episode 37. 37. And so you're sort of well on your way yep. into this. You're feeling more confident about how yeah. you're managing with that. It is. And yeah, there's some opportunities that uh, are still, I, you know, I think we've all felt that this is going to grow into something more. Hope so. And, okay. uh, you know, so Especially I mean, this is what I think. John anyway. shows yeah. up when he's supposed to. <laughs> right, John? <laughs> and uh, yeah, so I mean, that could possibly be. Something. And uh, also, I think it, it can relate. I have a, a son in, in college uh, who's doing some film and television. And when he comes back, he's, you know, starting projects and. Um, you know, so that's, that's something that I could dwell into with him on that, you know, as things go. So Yeah. And yeah. what about that community piece? Because that is very much about doing I, things for the good of others. You're very yeah. involved in I'm your community. Very though, involved here, yeah. In the community to begin with. Um I you know, I think it may relate to the fact that uh, um because 
I work in uh, in radio, and I get to do a lot of community things. Sometimes I complain about it's like, wow, I just did that for nothing, you know, right. or for a meal. I don't get paid for these things, <laughs> right. you know, and it gets frustrating sometimes. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, I always feel good though when doing it for the community rather than you you're going to keep doing it because yeah. that future that Harvent was in the future position, which says yeah, yeah there's something about that that's appealing yeah. to you. Like where you, you would even you would here, look. very much involved in you know, and it's all volunteer. I don't get paid for acting on stage or right. you know, but uh, but I love it and the community loves it. Yeah, yeah so uh, yeah, it's it's very much very accurate. Yeah, so. good. good. Yeah. Do I get to go next? Sure. I just shuffled yeah. the cards. Sure. Alrighty. <clears throat> and are we doing past, present, future? Or what yes. are we doing? Okay. Yep. So past. Do, do, drum roll. Oh. oh. The Nine of Cups. No, the Nine of Cups is a lovely card. <laughs> okay. But it says, you know, for some time, you, you're feeling pretty content with where things are in your life. Okay. Which is interesting because that came up in the one that we did previously as well. That yeah. world card. That's right. Feeling That's right. comfortable. Mm -hmm. with yourself I yeah so um happy with where you've been and what you've what you've created for yourself okay. the cups are always emotions and feelings and right. that nine is the completion of a cycle it's like pretty satisfied already yeah, yeah. that's past always wear a cup when you play hockey yes <laughs> the importance of cups i'm a real man I don't <laughs> okay and so present is the two of wands and the two of wands is about a new venture uh, it's yeah, it's it's a little past the seed of an idea. You've already started putting things into place, and now you're looking about where are we going from here. Mm -hmm. So there's somebody with wands, and they're looking out into their uh, path. Like, and that came up a little bit earlier too, it didn't did. it? Did yeah. <laughs> somebody else visiting. Somebody else visiting over yeah. here. And then the future. Okay, so the hermit. Um, the hermit says that lots of people will give you advice mm. on what to do, but ultimately you must seek your own answers okay. to your questions. So um, lots of people might have ideas about this venture that you're planning, but ultimately you have to come up with the plan yourself. Okay. Yeah. And that's another one of the power cards, the hermit it's from the Trump suit. So it says, yeah, this is a this is a meaningful card. This thing of finding your own answers and forging your own path cool. is important. Alrighty. Yeah. We're going to take a break. You're listening to Phantom Faction Podcast. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction at outlook.com. Here's your trio of hosts, Dan, John, and Danny. Okay, we're back on Phantom Faction Podcast, and uh, with us we have Shelly Carter. And uh, Shelly, we've been talking about uh, tarot cards and uh, divination mm -hmm. and uh, you've given us a lot of information and and you read for us which which we think is fantastic in this business as you know there are a lot of fakes yeah out there and uh, you had mentioned to us off that you know you wanted to make mention of this yeah. uh, so fairly recently maybe within the last year there was a there was a reader in Milton I think who built somebody out of $165,000. I did read about that, yeah. That's not a tarot reader. Right. That's a fraud. That's a fraud, right? they're, yeah. they're, they're, Their activity is strictly designed to take advantage of people and clearly mm -hmm. spending a lot of time sort of grooming them for that. 
I, I've worked with a lot of tarot readers. I, I talked about the uh, conference that I go to in New York every spring. There's 250 of us there at a time, different people each year. Um, we're all very earnest about what we do. We don't do background checks on pe- who has time right. for that. We, we just want to be able to go and help people with, through tarot cards. Mm-hmm. There's no scam involved with that. So I, I guess as a public service, I would like to sure. say... If you organize to have a tarot reading with someone and all of a sudden they're asking you to pay additional things like right. for a special candle or I need to deal with this spirit or yeah. whatever, run screaming in the other direction. No tarot <laughs> reader would do that. Right. With a tarot reader, you would go and say, you know what the cost is up front and it shouldn't go beyond that. Whatever whatever you've agreed to for whatever period of time, that's where it'll stay. You'll never get follow-up or asking for more funds. So mm-hmm. that's a good indicator that right. there's a problem. That's yeah. right. The, the ones that are, are luring you back or, you know, yeah, yeah you've got to come back because. Yeah, no, no, no. Right. It should always be on your own terms and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you're the one asking for the service. They're not trying to press anything on you. A real tarot person right. wouldn't. So uh, in Laura, at the festival that is coming up, uh, yes. you are the organizer of this. Yeah. Uh, how do you pick and choose uh, who who gets to do the readings and who who gets yeah. to set up booths and everything? So um, I I invite people to come, mm-hmm. uh, people that I'm familiar with, uh, right. that I've met through conferences that I've known over years that I've heard teach or give presentations. Um, Several of the people that are coming have written books um, about tarot, so I know that they're skilled. Mm -hmm. I know that they're good-hearted people as well, so that's that's how I choose them. Right. Um, And we've got a lovely group, some from Mm -hmm. Toronto, some from nearby. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So you talk about New York. This is the big festival there? That's one of the big ones. There's, There's also conferences in... England and uh, there's a whole bunch in the Spanish-speaking world as well. Mm-hmm. And I've met people on my travels who are, are involved in those right. as well. There's a whole movement. Mm-hmm. I think the internet has been fantastic for tarot readers. Right. Because where I may have been the only tarot reader <clears throat> in Laura, right. uh, I now have a network of people all around the world. I have friends in New Zealand, Australia, England, mm-hmm. um, South America that I've met through tarot. It's fantastic. Right. So you mentioned the internet, communications. It's, it's uh, I mean, been around, what, for the last 15 years or, or more, I guess? Even well, even longer. Well, yeah. Yeah, but, longer, uh, but. but uh, popularity, of course, uh, yeah. over the last, uh, say, 20, 25 years or more. Yes. Uh, it... Could you actually do a reading for somebody that uh, even called you or yes. over the phone or online? I've, or I've yeah. done readings over the phone, um, right. mostly for friends. Right. Um, I've also done Skype readings when mm-hmm. uh, with family members in England. Um, yeah, and I right. can you can either show the cards or you don't have to. But right. on Skype, I can show them this is the card you pulled and this is right. what it means. So the only difference is that they're not actually hands-on with the card right I have to yeah you have to get the vibration yeah and I'm doing this on their behalf right it's it still seems to work right I don't know how to explain that exactly but yeah it is yeah it works yeah we uh were talking uh before and we asked you if you had any scary stories for us yeah (laughs) so 
I think that, you know, the scariest things <laughs> that have happened uh, mm-hmm. were at the Elora Center for the Arts. And that's oh, where yep. you've recently been, as I understand it. Yes. Yeah, we did an investigation there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was on the board of directors for the Elora Center for the Arts for mm-hmm. a while. And when we, we had a new board, we decided to go through and smoke cleanse the, the place just to oh, get okay. a fresh start. Oh, nice. So I went through with a few others and we did the whole building. And probably a week later, I was in the downstairs women's bathroom, and my the hair stood up on the my <laughs> arms and the back of my neck, and I realized, oh, we missed a spot. We we didn't mm. do the bathroom. Oh. And a, a number of times. Was this the basement or the main floor bathroom? The main floor oh, okay. bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, a number of times that I've been in there, I've had that same experience. Not every time, and. And we know that there's been some stuff upstairs in the upstairs washroom as well. Mm-hmm. We got um, that handprint, the child's handprint on the mirror, yeah. which I did yeah. put on the Facebook page. So yeah. if anybody's just cluing in now, they might check that out and scroll down and find it or just go into the photos. Right. Yeah. That upstairs one is very tenacious because we smoke cleanse that room quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And the woman that I was smoke cleansing with did it by herself several times afterwards because she just felt like that entity was not leaving well if you go into the bathroom next to it and look up there's a little trap door and it goes into an attic area and it's completely empty up there so if you're not getting up in there as well then Mm -hmm. that entity has a place to hide Mm -hmm. up in that uh that loft area and i won't be going up there (laughs) 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 no i think the public public spaces but there is on the main floor where you were talking about there is a definite energy as soon as you walk in there right and And actually at last year's divination festival someone was asking where the washrooms were and i directed her and when she came out i could tell that Mm, something had happened because she just looked like she'd seen a ghost (laughs) and um she was like i don't know what went on in there and i said oh i do there's something (laughs) there's something there i don't know Mm. Well, when we we had went up the stairs, uh, Tony and I from our investigation, and we were taking pictures and stuff. And but I got to that bathroom, the upstairs one. Yes. Okay. And I went to go in, and it was the lights were off. I didn't know where the light switch was, but I got this horrible feeling, and I just thought, okay, I don't need to go in there, <laughs> and I didn't. <laughs> but you guys went in just like shortly after that. I think you That's you right. went up and then because when Leanne, the lady who runs the place, showed mm-hmm. me around earlier, yeah, she, you know we went in there and she says, oh, people get these weird feelings in the in the main floor bathroom and in the upstairs bathroom, and they're right above each other, yes. I think. Yeah, and uh, it's a tiny little bathroom, the one upstairs. Yeah, and there was nothing on those mirrors. Right, and then when the other Dan and I went in. Mm-hmm. We saw that handprint. We were both like, "What the heck was that?" Because it's a yeah. little child handprint. Yeah, and it looks like they put their hands in the soap and then. Yeah, yeah. and it's only one. Right. You know, usually kids will go. Yeah, yeah. They'll put their hands all over it. Yeah, And I swear, yeah, that wasn't there earlier. Yeah, no kids in there. You know, alive ones. That's for sure. Yeah, but it, but it's a, it's a weird pocket of energy in that, in that area. Very much. And I was there on my own. Another time, waiting for some artwork to come in, and after I'd been there about an hour and a half, I was conscious. I'm hearing kids in a playground, 
Is there and a, there were no kids right. outside, and it was it wasn't frightening. It was it was just like mm-hmm. a low hum that was going on, but it, it was that sound of kids in a playground. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like it's in the walls. And I've right. I've yeah. been hearing that from people in the in the area for years. Right. About hearing kids laughing, playing in the building, like right. even at night. Yeah. And the piano playing on its own. Yeah. And. Uh, cool things yeah, like that. Yeah, I wish that would have happened when we were there. Oh, seriously. no kidding. Well, we'll have to maybe get back in there again and, yeah. and uh, do a second yeah. It'd be really interesting to speak to some of the teachers that used to teach in there. Yeah. Because uh, I had a conversation with someone who said um, that, you know, parents would call and say, oh, their child isn't going to be using that downstairs bathroom mm-hmm. anymore because they had an experience in there. Like there was, they right? saw something. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah. very interesting. And, and it's an odd building like just mm-hmm. there's so many additions that were put on and, uh, and windows evenly. that go nowhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the upper yeah. windows were like, yeah, and then there was another a, room. Hey, it's I, like I, the Winchester Mansion, right? <laughs> you know, it's like they were just well, let's add a yeah a room here, but yeah, and then I come down one set of stairs, for and there's another set of stairs beside it, yes. and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. kind of, but yeah, it would have been you know two lots separate. of lots of additions right yeah, yeah. and one yeah. of the readers from the divination festival last year commented on some activity on the landing going mm-hmm. up to the second floor as well and that right first set of stairs yeah they have uh, a couple of chairs sitting in there yes. yeah. yeah and that's where we kids that yeah. go there for like craft schools and, and mm-hmm. uh, summer camp they yeah. see yeah they see a spirit at the top of the stairs there on the landing not frightening mm-hmm. apparently nope. a couple of the kids were having a conversation with yeah whoever was sitting in the chair that Is we that couldn't right? well, see but it was all like perfectly comfortable yeah. conversation they i wonder scared. if you went in there and did some tarot readings mm-hmm. on the piano because it is mm-hmm. right next to that yeah the two steps that go to that yeah. one area where the bathroom is yeah and do one on we the landing try. and see what yeah. happens maybe that's what we'll do at this year's yeah. divination especially festival. if i come check it out mm-hmm. right yeah that'd be very cool yeah. Yeah, and uh, that uh, anvil still <laughs> gets to oh, be used. <laughs> I just the anvil? the anvil for the ironworks is what's in there right now. Okay. Right? Yes. And so they were doing demonstrations with uh, with an anvil, and uh, I don't know how old this was, but it, we I kept getting readings in that area, and I couldn't figure out like on the K two meter couldn't figure out at first where it was coming from but then we moved over closer to the anvil and it was just constants it was giving off you know some some energy it was going all the way up to red yeah constantly yeah we've never seen a k2 meter do that before. and i mean it it being iron i can understand how it could hold something like that but where you know like or why yeah uh unless it was stored near something electrical for a long time or something and it's just holding those waves or something but it i've never seen Fascinating. it and i went around to all the other displays and stuff that were there and got nothing off of those they're all made out just of iron as well but yes. it, that anvil was the the one mm. so if you're in there in the next little while yeah i'll go <laughs> go hang around and see what happens yeah 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 draw a card for that anvil and see <laughs> on the anvil right. on the anvil right. yeah yeah set it right on the anvil a lot of um, tarot readers right now are using cards to connect with ancestors, mm-hmm. the departed ancestors. And I think, um, you know, ancestry DNA has kind of sparked our interest in sure. this stuff and often poses more questions than it answers. Right. And I think so people are trying to use tarot cards to kind of pad out sure. some of those answers. And yeah. Um, yeah, it's been really fascinating. I've seen a few 
demonstrations and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, quite quite yeah. interesting. Well, I think anybody too that you know goes to see a medium are hoping to connect with some of their you know the past relatives and stuff yeah. or. You know, and not only, uh, not all the time is it, it the one that you want right. to appear. Yeah, you know, I might say, oh, I want my mom, you know, right. but, you know, I'm getting my uncle or yeah. something, right? So, got my yeah. ex husband that I killed and <laughs> buried in the backyard. Yeah. So, tell us a little bit more about the, uh, the festival, uh, once again, when it is. Yeah, May 24th to 26th. At, it's going to be held at the Alora Center for the Arts. Um, you can check it out at the website should be finished this week okay um so aloratarot.com mm-hmm. uh, will take you to descriptions of the diviners and the workshops that they're offering and you can even sign up online right. if um, people are interested in that and do you take a few rooms up there in the uh... we're, we're in the two main galleries and then up in the classroom Oh, you're in the upstairs. So the workshops yeah. will be happening yeah. one after another, mm-hmm. and then there's vendors and readers downstairs in the two galleries. Right. Vendors, vendors, mm. yes, very worthwhile. Maybe some authors, local authors. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm completely flexible. So if you cool. want to, well, my we'll people talk. will contact your okay. people. My we'll do that. my ghosts will contact your ghosts. That sounds How good. So you, you came bearing gifts, yes. and we thank you for that. Mm-hmm. It's the Alora Tarot deck, and uh, you described it a little earlier about uh, artists that, uh, that Six, help 65 artists. So I think, yeah. so I'd been on a tour to Italy to look at tarot, mm-hmm. tarot history, and it was all northern Italy, and there's um, a castle is still there that uh, they think the owners of that castle or the people that live there were some of the first uh, people to have tarot cards. And they actually discovered 270 cards in an abandoned well on the property of that castle. Like, very interesting history. Why were they thrown down the well? Well, that's a a question that we'll probably never have the answer to, sadly, unless we use the cards. A little curse connected to these cards. (laughs) Makes you wonder. Um, So, yeah. So, while I was there, I met a number of people who had created tarot decks. And that kind of inspired me. I thought that would be exciting to do. The prospect of doing 78 cards is a little daunting sure. on your own. But I live in a community full of artists. So I asked right. a couple of artist friends, mm-hmm. what do you think about this? What if we did a tarot deck? And they were totally on board. I think because artists are often working on their own. Mm-hmm. And so here was an opportunity to work on a group project. Mm-hmm. So we... It took two years from mm-hmm. the uh, the seed of the idea to completion. We had uh, an exhibition of the original artwork at the Wellington County Museum, mm-hmm. and uh, then we published the deck that was available on opening night. Right. And uh, yeah, it's it's been a great project. And these will be available. Those are available yep. um, online. Oh, these are quality. At, at the divination. Holy festival. mackerel! They're velcroed in, and <laughs> wow. We didn't want anything lost. No kidding. Well, look at that. <laughs> and at Honey Church Lane. In Alora as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, this is, uh, it's been fascinating. Um, Alora, are you from Alora yes. originally? No. No? Toronto. You're from Toronto, yeah. okay. Yeah. What brought you to Alora? Um, we came with our kids. We just yeah. thought kids should be more outdoors and right. poking at birds with sticks and <laughs> yeah. things like that. Our neighbor in Toronto got. A child got mugged on their way home from school, mm-hmm. and we just thought, ah, oh, that you know, there yeah. must be another way to live. So yeah. we came for just a few years, right? And that was twenty more than twenty years ago now. So it's a, it's a wonderful community, right? It's so inspiring. 
the yeah. arts are really yeah exciting. Some great history there, and great uh, history. of course, uh, Laura and Fergus have <laughs> pretty much a paranormal town. So, you know, yes. a, a lot of paranormal oh, activity. So. The whole both towns are haunted like crazy. Yeah, yeah, and they're only minutes away from each other, right? Yeah, share the same river. Yeah, right, That's the Grand right. River. Yeah, yeah. So, and I think there's something. Yeah, there's there's such history there. Right. As well, well, we always talk about the the limestone there, and the limestone it seems to uh, you know carry hold. yeah hold the energies yes. and uh, and the river of course running through it, uh, yeah. uh, and a fast moving river as as yeah. well. So yeah. yeah, it creates. What do you got there, Dan? You, get, you opened up the deck. And, two naked ladies. Oh, look at that. Well, so that was the lovers card from the original deck. I see that. Mm-hmm. Are these then, girls from the area? Yes. Oh. They are actually, yeah. Well, you'll have to give me their names. Later. <laughs> that's, that's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> the internet <laughs> will prevail. But recently, we did a, a follow-up to that original exhibition, which was just on the lovers, and it was called the Tarot Lovers Works of Heart. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, everybody, focused on pairs of lovers. And some of these cards are fantastic. Yeah. Holy cow! They're amazing. This is a really. Really cool. I was just so impressed about how mm. everybody embraced this notion and really brought their best right. to the deck. It was fantastic. Wow. These are really nice. Yeah. So would there be a future new deck maybe coming out in the future? Or? We have a few a few to get rid of. <laughs> yeah? You want you want so to sell these well, ones first? We need to but... get over this one first. Oh, when your garage is empty. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You call me. Yeah. Because okay. yeah. I'll I definitely... It's one of those things where there's a... some artwork. It's a million seller. Well, wait a minute. There's a million left in the seller, right? Yeah. <laughs> this is the first thing I had ever done like this as well. So right. we, we, you know, who knew? We didn't know what we were doing. We just right. sort this of went with faith. really nice. So you're married with children? Not married, but yeah. together with children, yeah. Yeah, We've together been... with children. Yeah. Um, and what do they think of, of, of tarot? Oh, so they used and, to be embarrassed about it. Right. <laughs> My daughter in particular used to be embarrassed. Mm-hmm. But now she tells people that I'm a tarot reader. And I like, do you mm-hmm. not tell them I'm a psychotherapist? And she says, no, <laughs> yeah. tarot reading is way more interesting. Yeah, as so soon as they find out where somebody says, oh, cool. And then it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I would say my son is quite sensitive and inclined. You're right. Yeah, yeah. he's had a few. So I have a question. I have a question about one of the cards. The very last card. Yeah. The happy squirrel? The happy squirrel. Is there so, a happy squirrel in your tarot deck? No. <laughs> okay. This is a little inside joke for tarot readers. Oh. Um, there was an episode of The Simpsons where Lisa is getting married and she goes and has a tarot reading. Okay. And in the reading on the show, right. um, they talk about legitimate tarot cards and she gets the death card and they say, don't worry, that's about mm-hmm. transformation. But then she gets the happy squirrel. Mm-hmm. And the tarot reader is very uncomfortable all of a sudden and says some things are better left unsaid. <laughs> so, so the people, happy squirrel is like, like the bad one, scary. right? So people that were designing tarot decks at the time threw in a happy squirrel just for the fun so of it. So that has become like a, a little well, Easter egg or a funny little yes. thing with everybody? And it has a meaning, which is lighten up. Lighten yeah. up, yeah. man. That's so, cool. So, yeah. <laughs> That's happy why it's squirrel. <laughs> Anything that you'd like to add? Uh, she's thinking. Uh, yes. Awkward well, I silence. think tarot is 
it's an interesting time for tarot because it's becoming mainstream. Right. A lot of people who wouldn't have considered tarot 20 years ago are looking at it now and finding it interesting mm -hmm. and wanting to use it as um, kind of self-exploration, problem-solving, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Less so about future-telling right? and more about self-exploration, I would say. Right. Yeah. So now, it's interesting. If you are having a struggle or a problem, do you ever go to the cards? Absolutely. To yes? Absolutely, yeah. So you'll do a reading for yourself? or It's, uh, it's very hard to read for yourself because mm -hmm. you you can, you know, pick the meaning that's a little nicer. Mm -hmm. So I have to be really disciplined when I read for myself. Right. I do tell a story about um, an example, I guess. My son, when he was little, he said he wanted to stay home from school one day. He wasn't feeling well. And I thought, ah, I'm not sure about that. So I pulled a card and it was the moon. And the moon is all about deception. Okay. So I said, oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah. You're going Got to by the cards. I'd have been pulling up the moon card a lot when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, it wasn't in the cards, kid. <laughs> That's right. And I told him, I'll come and pick you up. If you get to school and you're, you're yeah. still feeling sick, I'll come and get you. But of course, once he got there, he was fine. So right. I, it was legit. The yeah. universe ruined it for him, yes. right? Yeah. Oh, well. Right. Now, I noticed some uh, markings, tattoos, tattoos and yeah. on your fingers you and your, your jacket? arm. Your jacket is so cool. She's oh, got all these tarot one? patches on it and pentagrams. It's my and, working clothes. And she's got a little Ouija board patch <laughs> yeah. on there. And oh, excellent. I'm, I think I'm just celebrating it is yeah. cool. what is tarot in that world. Lots of neat right. pins. Yeah, esoteric. Yeah. So esoteric. these tattoos have meanings? Uh, um, yeah. Are personal meanings? It doesn't really... This one, this one is about... Um, protecting family relationships. It's a rune. Okay. So once once you get into tarot, there's all kinds of side study areas. So runes are certainly correspond with tarot, crystals, mm -hmm. herbs, all of that kind of thing. So these are just some of the areas that I've branched into. Right. And moon things I've moon. always uh, right. connected to. This one's just a design piece. And right. the flowers are flowers that are important to me. Right. Not tarot particularly. Yep. These were my um, no retirement. No Batman symbol. <laughs> no Batman. <laughs> no. But these were my retirement celebration. Yeah. Because I can yep. do what I want now. I could have neck tattoos if I felt like it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm free. All right. Yeah. So we'll wrap things up. Um, once again, you should. Uh, anybody interested in the festival? Tell us when that is again. May twenty fourth to twenty sixth at the Alora Center for the Arts. And yeah. how Check can they get your cards? Yeah, because these are really cool. There, you can get them online, Honeychurch Lane in Alora or the Bookery in Fergus. And online, they have you can to order go them to where? Uh, Alorataro.com. Alorataro.com, and that's yeah. coming up. The website's coming up. It should week, be finished so. this week. Awesome. Yeah, there, there is something there already, but the, yep. with all the festival information will be this week. Very nice. And there's yeah. great workshops. If you're interested at all, take a look and you can sign up online. Yeah, so. I think I'd, something I'd definitely like to take in. Good. Just to see what's going on. Good. Thank you so much, Shelley. This thank was you. This was great, and uh, thank you for making the trip. And Pleasure. Well, I got, I, a, I got a lift. <laughs> you drove. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all right. All right, and uh, thank you to the listeners. Once again, hit that subscribe button, whether you're listening on CastBox or Spotify or Apple or Google Play or the many others that have picked us up here and there. Tons of them. Yeah. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. It was fun. Phantom Faction Podcast. 
a podcast to educate, entertain, assist, and guide anyone involved or interested in the paranormal. To reach out to Phantom Faction, see our Facebook page or email us directly at phantomfaction@outlook.com. At 